Hi guys, welcome to the Two and Two podcast. I'm your host Angie, and today I'm with Ega Maria. So, what I like to do with all my guests at the mm-hmm. beginning is just ask you, what are you most proud of that you've done for yourself? Because obviously, people are quite quick to like mm-hmm. say negative things. Pick up yourself for like just a minute. Go on. I got a first class degree not long ago. I literally just graduated. Period. In um, what? In law. Period. <laughs> Guys, if you need me to, yeah. She can get some people out. Okay. <laughs> I'm joking. Some of you need to stay We don't deal with so. them anymore, right? Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. So yeah, just getting a first class degree in law. I recently just graduated. And just how far I've come from where I was before. How was your graduation like? What was it like? It was literally amazing. Like, it was so unreal that, like, it just felt like something out of a movie. I've never been to a graduation before. Like, this is my first time ever going to a graduation first person in the family to even graduate. That's so big, it, big. I literally felt like I was in high school musical, like the, the like just everything, the lights, mm. the music, everything, just the way they was like speaking, it was making me so emotional. Like, I can't believe this is real life. Like, I didn't even think I was gonna make it to second year, Never mind getting a first class. I can't lie. Like graduation day was so amazing for me, but it made me deep that like, bro, I nearly stopped in second year. Yeah. I actually nearly gave up, but like, on graduation day, it was like, this was all I'm worth so glad, it. Like, I'm yeah, so glad I kept literally. going. Because a lot of people, like, and I'm not, it's not even a judgment thing, because I, I hear it. Like, uni a lot of people tap out of uni quite early, because it is it's a mm-hmm. mental, mental battle. Incapacity. Yeah, it's a mental battle, but I'm glad I made it to the end. I'm glad you made it to the end. Honestly, we both got first. I can't lie, the walking through the stage, though, the way I you blacked so cute. out. No, but I literally blacked out. I couldn't yeah. feel my legs. Yeah. The heels, I thought I can't be the person that ends up on I'm just big from falling oh my God. flat on my face. No. So I was just walking manually, left foot by foot, yeah. leg by leg. And I just did a little, and I can't that even remember so what I did. Like, I literally just blacked out. That whole day was just on a high. Like, I was, it was thinking, I did that. Like, I And really you ate that. and left absolutely no crumbs. So, yeah, let's take it back a bit. Tell me a bit more about, like, your life before. Like, where did you grow up? Like, <laughs> not the <laughs> deep. Um, okay, so I was born in Poland. Um, I came here when I was five years old. And yeah, I just went through my life in England and I was a really bad child, not mm. gonna lie. What was your life like in Poland? I Am I saying actually, Poland right? Because people told me I say it wrong. You're just saying Poland. Or is it? I say like Poland. Poland. Okay. Yeah. What was your life like in Poland? <laughs> They're aggressive, Poland. Poland. It's a pickle. Do you know what? Like, I can't actually remember a thing. Like, I remember being with like my grandma and stuff, but I genuinely can't remember a thing. At all. I remember that like our flat got burnt down. Yeah, like our flat got like set on fire. I can't even remember why. I don't know if it was like, there was problems with some people, but my flat, flat literally got lit on fire. And I was just trying to save all the dogs. What, you guys were in it? Yeah, we was in it and we literally had to go, but like you could only like save like what you wanted to take. And I remember I was like literally trying to get all my dolls. My mom was like, leave them. And I was Wait, like, I your priorities at that age. Bro, do you know them? Oh my God, I can't remember what they called them dolls. And they had that crazy hair. It was like this. Trolls. No, but it was like called blue? trolls. No, oh. it wasn't blue. That was, this is back in the day. I remember what it was called. And I'm just grabbing all of them. My mom's like, no. And I'm like, no, no man can get left behind. Like, I'm just trying to grab them all. And then, yeah, I just got oh some things. Oh my God, that's crazy. I know. So then and where did you guys live after that? We had to like stay at like my grandma's and then wait for like, but this is only like fade memories. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I can't fully, I just couldn't just remember the fire and trying to save my dolls. But that's what I can remember. And then, yeah, then after that, we lived somewhere else for a bit with like literally all of us. It was like mm. one bedroom and it was like, Three, me and my two brothers, my grandma and my mom and dad. 
And then um, after that, we just moved to England, yeah. So like you coming to England, you went straight to Nottingham. Like, yeah. what was that like? What was your upbringing in Nottingham like? At first, I was shitting it because mm. I didn't speak English. So I'm saying to my mom, like, no one's gonna like me. <laughs> like, I can't even speak to people. Like, da 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 da. But then I can't even remember what she was saying. But I just went, and I remember the first day of nursery, like, I was crying because everyone's just looking at me. But no one can even talk them times mm. really themselves. So, but then after, I just I don't know. I just made friends, and life just yeah. But you, do you remember coming? Because, you know, for me, yeah, I was seven, like, when I moved from Nigeria. Mm. And I literally, I remember the journey here and everything. But do you know the build-up to me coming? Nobody yeah. told me what was going on. Yeah, like, I didn't, yeah. Bro, it was just so, like, I don't want to, it wasn't traumatic. But it was, like, I didn't know what was going on. I was just told to, like, pack your bags like and yeah, leave. pack your bags. And I'm, like, where am I going? What's yeah. going on? Like, and it was just so... Like, no, everyone just kept me in the dark and I just felt like I was just going mm. with it. And next thing I was on a plane, next thing I was here. Yeah. And when I came, it was snowing. So I, I said, what the heck is this? Yeah. I've never seen snow deep back. I've never seen snow. Mm. It would never snow in Nigeria. So when I got here, I was literally like, what? But then obviously I got into the flow of like school and stuff, made friends. And I came with my sister as well. So yeah. my sister was like a couple years older than me. So she was in the same school as me. Obviously, she went through like a hard time because yeah. she was older. So for her to like get used to yeah. being in England, kids are horrible. And yeah, year six as well. She was in year six, so you're mm -hmm. like what, ten, eleven. Yeah, they were heavy bullying her and stuff. But my, I was in year three, so yeah. my like friends were just kind of like really welcoming. You knew English. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I spoke English, just like with a thick accent. Yeah. But it wasn't really like it wasn't really a thing like that. Like it wasn't. I was such a freshie, like. <laughs> I literally <laughs> sat there in class just smiling and everyone's talking and I'm like trying to pick up things and then oh. they'll take me like to the side in like separate classrooms and like just show pictures like this is this, this is that. And my cousin at the time was in like year six, yeah. So at lunch I'll be like, we'll be eating and I'll be like, do you know what? This is in English. Mm -hmm. And she'll be like, what? And I'll be like, knife. <laughs> and she'll be like, oh, this is fork. And we'll just be fucking exchanging like what we learn That's in so English. Right, I feel like we both speak, like we're both well spoken yeah, people now. People say to me like, I don't You're know. You're really well spoken. I don't, <laughs> you are. People say to me, like, I don't hear an accent or nothing. I don't know. I feel like, because I came when I was so young. Yeah. But before I had, a, I had an accent, you definitely tell us from Poland. <laughs> How do you, I don't even know what a Polish accent is, actually. I don't know. Okay, tell me something in Polish, then. Like what? Anything. You know when people say that, you don't know what to say. <laughs> Ever, because... Because what does that even mean? If I say, um, like, tell, tell me what you do for a living in Polish. As in, ask you the question back. No, I'm just... asking you, and then you ask okay. in Polish. Um, pracuję w Ion. Mm. <laughs> mm. Not too much. <laughs> not too much now. Not too much now. So, like in general, what was your uni experience like? The f I think you did four years, in it. So, what yeah. was the whole four years like? I can't lie. I just I wish I did it differently. Like I wouldn't change it, but then I would. Like I did four years. First, I went to Manchester. It wasn't for me. I did business. It wasn't for me. And then I was gonna drop out. Then I moved to Leicester. And I took up law. And I feel like the course, I was glad that I changed course because I just wasn't feeling business. But I feel like the whole uni side of things, like I just feel like I didn't participate and make the most of uni. Mm. Because guys, when you leave uni, life gets real. Life, gets like, life so actually real. gets so real. Like I wish I did more like, I feel like when you're in uni, you don't really think about like the, the not the sororities, what are they called in England? I don't know. Um, like, like societies, the societies yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the societies, 
and like sports and stuff. But now that I'm out of like, now I wish I could just go cheerleading or netball. And now I'm just like, like where I paid for, for, for society and nothing ever happened. Really? Scammed me. We ne- See, they never like did is, anything. Yeah, Cause I feel like England, England don't really promote it. Like America, yeah. like how they have certain things. No, but the thing is like, just actually like my friend, yeah. Andrea from uni, she literally was in a ski society and every couple ski? months they went on a ski trip and it was flipping lit. That's what I'm saying. And I was like, why didn't I hear of this? Like, Why did I not get involved in things like that? Cause you know, when you leave uni, like, literally you, you it's on your back to like mm. find a hobby or get involved in things otherwise you're literally just gonna go to work go home and do the same stuff so honestly uni i just feel like you you can't take it for granted like you're with your friends you have time to kind of figure yourself out dibble and dabble in different things without obviously not working full time yet just get to know different people date around you know did you and- date okay wait let's Let's get on. Do you know to that. what? I Did actually you didn't date. I actually didn't date. Like, I feel like people always say, like, you either find like you're forever friends or like the man you're gonna be with for the rest of your life. They was capping mm. hard because I did not find any. Um, I actually didn't date. I had a boyfriend for like the first two years. Um, then after like the the pool of men in Leicester was absolutely absolutely disgraceful. Trash. Um, and I just wasn't interested in it. I feel like the people there was just like so excited to be there. Mm. It just wasn't a bit of me yeah. at all. And there was nowhere to really go out. I didn't go to like parties. I didn't really go to like um, like game nights and mm. stuff like that. I literally just went to work and just. That's I think it, so. I think I was basically I basically got in a relationship at eighteen, mm. but I was in my gap year. So I feel like if I if I wasn't in a relationship when I started uni, my uni experience might have been slightly different. Yeah, just because I feel like I had this thing in my head of like. I'm wifey, like I'm yeah, gonna, I'm yeah, gonna stay yeah. home, be I'm a homebody, yeah, whatever. I just feel like I was boring. Like I was just ready to go home to my man. Like, and where's young, the man now? Like I really regret it. Literally. Where's the man now? Do you know what I was gonna say? Mm-hmm. Like, the type of like, I don't know, like the type of naive love I had the first mm-hmm. time I was like in that relationship when I was like 18 yeah. was like. I was literally so like, this man can do me no wrong. So I remember yeah. going to these motives, and obviously yeah. everyone says like your relationship might not last through uni. Yeah. So I was like adamant on like, I'm going to be loyal. Yeah, you have to, yeah. He's going to be loyal, da, 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 da. And I literally remember I got to a motive. La, la, land. Yeah, Delulu. I remember I got to a motive and um, there was this guy that I found attractive. Mm-hmm. But normally I don't even look anyone else's way because I was so yeah. like tunnel vision on this one <laughs> yeah. man, yeah. So I remember I saw this guy that I literally was thinking, and I literally left, I took my bag and I went home because I was like, I don't want to do anything disrespectful. Yeah. I don't want to talk to him. And I went, I literally went Wifey. home. What, what, what reward did what I get for that? Thinking? Do you know what, what I, was I thinking? had the exact same. When I was in Manchester, it was someone I found so attractive. And I just thought like, there's no way, there's no way this is happening to me. And I was going home being loyal, mm. like, no. But the gag is, I spun the block. Oh, you went back? Yeah. Ah, so nice, <laughs> After the breakup though, after yeah, the yeah, breakup. Yeah. So did I, rebound straight away. Straight away, you have to make the, I'll just put him on the hit list then, I'll just yeah. went back. Do you know people that, now I get when people say like, you know when you have like a male friend or something, or yeah. someone there that likes you, but you keep them at a distance, you know exactly who you're gonna go to I after can't lie. you break I up. I literally have, not anymore, yeah, but like before I used to have a list of my next victims, like I'll be so honest. Like physical list? Yeah, like I would literally have, no. Like, not victims. <laughs> Not victims. I'm a, I'm a great wife. Yeah, but like, I'll be in a relationship. This sounds so bad, yeah, but like, do you know when I can just feel it going left? Mm-hmm. I'm just like, I already know. I already know where I'm going after this. I'll yeah. be so honest. Or or like people that like I found attractive in the relationship that I just feel like, mm-hmm. okay, you know, I can't talk to you now. I spun the block, babe. <laughs> but like, when did you start dating in general? Like, was it quite early? Because you know, sometimes people Ooh. are like, 
Some people are later than yeah. others. Like, I know bare people that started yeah. in like sixth form, but I started like years seven. I started dating way too early. I, mm. Obviously, I had like them kiddie relationships in primary school, big up a summer, good food, good food, <laughs> good food. Um, but I just feel like I, I can't lie. That's probably one of my biggest things that I kind of want to pass on to my daughter as well. Like, no. Like, I don't want her to start dating until she's like 16, 17, 18, because I just feel like I got caught up so young. Like my first like proper relationship, like it wasn't as serious as like, my first love, but like it was at 13. Like we mm. was like, what the hell? Like we was literally having sleepovers, things like that. And it's just like, you're way too young. And he was older. So it's like, at the time I just thought I was, I was sick. I thought I was a bad and guy. Like, it's so scary that like, that was like a thing to like brag yeah, about back literally. in the day. People would be like, oh yeah. Like my boyfriend doesn't go to this school. My mm. boyfriend's older. Like, but Period. when you actually look at it now, it's, it's like, actually very why? scary. Yeah, like, what the hell? It's like, so scary. I thought I was so sick, but realistically, I was like 13, he was 15. When I was 14, he was 16. Like, so I just felt like it was just too much for me at a young age. Mm. And even after that, I feel like I kind of just, like once I got into dating, I just feel like I didn't really stop. Like I just, yeah. after that relationship, not straight away, but it's like I got in another one, then stopped, then got in another one. I just felt like it was just too much too young. How do you think that has like impacted your love life now? That, I feel like now I'm like good, but at the time up until like my last relationship, I feel like I just like didn't want to be alone. Mm. Like, you know, cause yeah, I started so yeah. young and it's like, I'm not close to my family. Like, so I just felt like it was just kind of, I was filling something in. And cause I got a taste of it so young, that's like, then I was like, okay, cool. Like, I don't want to be by myself. So I got into another relationship and got into another one. And it was like the big one where it's like, I didn't want to leave even when things got bad. But I feel like that one had to happen for me to be like, okay, like this is the first time since I've literally been like 13 that I've genuinely been alone. Like no roster, no, like I feel like we have alone. so much in common because that's literally the same thing for me. Like, but I would say I start, yeah, my first, it wasn't like nothing crazy because yeah. we're in the same year, but like my first boyfriend was in year seven mm. and I genuinely loved that man. <laughs> I loved that man I love, with all my I'm heart. Stick I'm, I was gonna stick beside him. Like even when I moved from London to Nottingham, mm. I actually had so much faith that we were gonna last. And yeah. then he, and then he went out with my best <laughs> friend. Guys, you Damn know, shit. that was like, I feel like I was too young. I can't like, I was too young to go through the type yeah. of breakups that I went through. Like that one Same. was just like, spun my head, yeah. How did you do that to me? Absolutely spun my head. Like that's when I think I experienced betrayal. <laughs> betrayal <laughs> and, trust and issues it's like, trust issues. this is where trust issues come from. Like my, not my, not only my boyfriend, but my best, best friend, friend, both of them together. I said, yeah, done. And then like my actual, I wouldn't call him my like first serious relationship, but my first yeah. like second, like my second but first proper boyfriend proper yeah. was like someone that I was like best friends with yeah. for like five years. And Ooh. like he, yeah, like we were literally best friends. Like it's so like, you know how like wholesome, like we met in the park. Yeah. He was on me, but like, then we were best friends. And then obviously I was in Nottingham, he was in yeah. London, but like we would literally FaceTime every single day. Mm. Like telling me I'm beautiful every single day. Mm. But then he's still like, I had a, like, I don't know. We were just in yeah. different situations. It's giving love easy, but yeah, we were just <laughs> oh, both in. I was like, <laughs> <She's> like, <"I." laughs> we, were, we were both like in different situations, whatever. But then it was like he was always sort of saying like, you know, you're my wife, you know, you're my yeah. wife, you know, you're my soul. It's heavy on the soulmate because he used that. I can't lie, I feel that he used that word so much, but I don't even think the word has value anymore. Like, anyways, yeah. cool. So then you know, like over five years of him trying to get me, he finally gave in, and I was like, okay, cool. It's the but, ones that want you the longest. But bearing in mind, like, whilst we were best friends, obviously, like, you know, you share, like, relation, like dating yeah. stories. So he never has anything good to say. Like, he'd be cheating on girls. Uh, sometimes, like, yeah. Anyways, he'd be cheating mm. on girls. Yeah, cool. So I don't know why I thought, like, oh, I'm different. I I'm was, soulmate. Yeah. Like, it's different. It's not, it's not the same because, like, 
you guys, you guys aren't me. You that's, guys, that's my head. Do you know what? Though? That's 16. I feel like that's that's a big thing for girls because I just feel like it's um it's always different with me. Like it's I don't not... know a man's track record is down in the dirt, yeah. and I'll just be like, but you but, ain't me. Yeah, like, but for me, it's I'm different. different. Do you know yeah. what I mean? That's where we go wrong. That's where we go wrong. That's and then wrong. literally, like he did me so dirty, and he got his female best friend pregnant. Do you know what? That's no. He got his female best friend pregnant, but the plot thickens. Because he told me on my birthday. <laughs> he has Wait, no heart am for I, that. Am I a, I don't, am I a mom? He has no heart for that. Do you know what? It was more like, basically like. Pregnant. Obviously caught him cheating, not caught him cheating, but like yeah. the girl that he cheated with must have exposed him. So like mm. hacked his Snapchat and posted all the like um. videos of them or whatever. So mm. obviously I've seen this now and I wasn't really like communicate. Like I wasn't big on communicating back then. Yeah. So I, I just blocked him. Like I didn't even say like breaking up with you. I just yeah. literally blocked him and just didn't speak to him for like months. Mm. And then. I think I unblocked him because, you know, you got to double back sometimes. So I unblocked him. Mm. By the way, I was 16, so, like, I'm not the same anymore. Um, unblocked him and then, yeah, then he messaged me, mm. happy birthday, a day late, first mm. of all. Cool. And then Not a day late. A day Have late. Some manners. And then he said, And then he says, oh, um, can I ask your advice? And I said, what? And he sent me a scan. You're lying. And I said, I don't know what I give off that makes you think... Can. That you can come, yeah, like that you can come to me with this. But I gave him advice. <laughs> See, that's where it gets worse. Like, absolute, like, oh, uh, but anyways, I just feel like those kind of breakups you shouldn't be having at 13 yeah. and 16. But it was still like back to back relationships. Like, yeah, literally. and I had to literally learn, even after that, it was like my, my, my longest time I've been single is right now. Yeah, like, same. right now. That's so but at scary. first, it was so scary for me. Like, Genuinely, I genuinely did not want to be alone. Like, and now I'm just so happy. Like, not, I love, I remember I love my last breakup. My these lot literally thought I was going to end it all. Same. But it's like, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> when I, oh, I feel like going through a breakup, yeah, it just, you just see a whole At different. At the time, you literally think the world You is see a whole different ending. side of yourself. Like, I remember like just being <laughs> so depressed in my room and then. I would watch like YouTube videos on like how to mm. how to get through this. <laughs> like I would literally watch endless videos and podcasts. And shout out to this, what's it called? Heal Your Heartbreak podcast. That actually healed my heartbreak. Like it got me through the hard days. I remember watching this video and the girl was like, um, record, like do video diaries instead mm. of just journaling. And then you would actually be able to watch back your progress. Progress, yeah. So scary. So That's I started recording so myself. I yeah, I was that. like day one of the breakup. If I sh I'm gonna show you after this. Oh my I gosh. looked absolutely. I that. I, no, you don't. I looked at, but then now, like, I actually can't like, believe that that yeah. was me because there was even a day where, like, my face doesn't even look like my face because I literally remember being in the dark for like three days, didn't eat, didn't. I just that was me. It was no. so bad, and I just think never again. Do I, I was I want... ready for life to be absolutely. Mm -hmm. But I just thought if there's no you, there's no me. Like, and what the hell? That was literally delulu because what the hell? Do you know what I think is like sad though about breaking up? Even if like, you know, the person wasn't right for you and then you decided to leave, which that's what I did basically. I had yeah. to just leave, even though like he was trying to make it work yeah. and was still trying to make it work like heavy. I just said, I don't think this is for me. And if I stay mm. in this and I get married to this man, it's not going to be a pretty mm. marriage. Yeah. You know, when you like imagine your life with this person, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then for me, it was like, I remember planning like, oh, after uni, we're going to yeah. live together. Then this, then this, then that. And, and then that. it didn't hit me until like, like, you know, when you make future plans, but then yeah. now you're in the time where the plans are supposed to be happening. Yeah. I literally remember like on my graduation day, well, not on the day because the day was yeah. great, but it was like after I graduated, I realized that, oh my God, like we, I literally did not imagine this 
like an asshole. this this day without this person and like me finishing uni looking at apartments by myself like i think it was just such a it's so crazy it was just such a damn you can really plan all you want in life but it's not gonna I work feel like that you're way. just never prepared for life like yeah. there's no rule book even with like relationships i just feel like everyone's quick to obviously talk on like someone else's relationship mm. but genuinely there's no rule but like Certain things work for certain people. Certain things don't work for certain people. Like some people leave at the first like chance. Some people leave at a hundred and fiftieth. Yeah. Like it's, there's just literally no rule book, honestly. But I just feel like with me, I literally had to hate that person to yeah. be able to leave. Like I genuinely couldn't leave until I hated him. Like I'd wake up and I'd, even though I knew like it's literally ending, like mm. I would wake up and we'd like plan to meet up or do something. And I just know like the energy's so off and I just mm. know like, this is like, this relationship is dead. But I just literally kept going until I woke up and I was like, I'm done. Where do you think like that, I guess that's like an unhealthy attachment. Where yeah. do you think that stems from? I just feel like, I don't know. I just feel like they gave me, we was just like best friends. Mm -hmm. Like you've always got someone to kind of like talk to all day to update on like all the things that some people like probably don't give, give a shit about like listening to. I'm not really close to my family. So I just feel like it was just that home feeling like you, someone take care of yeah. you. Someone, I don't know. It's just why do you why do you think it is that you're not close to your family? I just feel like they probably they just never we grew up way differently. Like that's kind of everyone with their parents, but because they grew up in Poland, I grew up in England, I feel like they never really took time to kind of like embrace me as a like, as a person that's different to like my family. Mm. So I just feel like we never got that connection. Like we have that love there. That's like, you know, your mom and dad, mm -hmm. and you know, I love you and you know, I'll do anything for you, but we just don't have that like friendship like that foundation so i just feel like i was looking for that foundation in other places like yeah. and even now i don't i wouldn't say i look for it but i still value it in other places like friendships like things like that um obviously we'll never replace it completely mm. and you can't go looking for it too much because then you'll get an unhealthy attachment but i just feel like because that foundation wasn't there that's why i was like looking elsewhere and i just got so attached but it was just mm. so unhealthy like how do you feel about your relationship with your parents? Like, how do you want to fix it right now? Or? Like, it makes me sad because I I just feel like I wish we was closer, but there's, there's I don't know. It's like, it's like a battlefield because I, I like on one side, I just feel like I wish we was closer. Mm. But then on the other side, I feel like I've been trying it for years and it's like the ship's kind of sailed. Mm. And I feel like when you, when you keep trying and it's not the outcome you want, it just makes you sad. I feel like I've reached a point where I've kind of like accepted it for what it is. And I just kind of value what it is now. And yeah, I just don't want to like make anything go left because your time with your parents is like limited at the end yeah. of the day. So I just feel like I've mentioned it before, but it just didn't really go to plan. So I just kind of want to nurture that mm. like to the extent it can go to for as long as I can. Do you know what I mean? Like the love is there, but again, also it's so hard for me to express myself in Polish. Like, mm. It's so weird. And for them, obviously they can't express themselves in English how like I would like that to go, do yeah. you know what I mean? So I can't fully say to them like, oh, I love you so much. Yeah. And like, I just feel like this, this, this and break it down because in Polish, I genuinely can't do that. Like yeah. I would need, not like I'm fluent in Polish. Well, so is it like, like a little bit of a language barrier? Yeah. Just a little, but you're yeah. fluent in Polish. So I'm fluent yeah. in Polish, but when it comes to like deeper things than just like mm. normal talks, like when it comes to like actual emotions, breaking things down, like say with me and you can have a conversation, mm. I can break down from A to Z, like how I feel about something. Mm. I wouldn't be able to do that in Polish. It's kind of just is like that, the basics. Is that because like growing up, you guys didn't engage in those kind of conversations. So you didn't pick up that yeah, side of like yeah, the language. Yeah, definitely. And obviously they can't do it in English. So it's mm. like when it comes to us having that conversation, we can't have it properly. So I'll never understand them fully and they'll never yeah. understand me fully. So it's like, we kind of don't, it just don't work. But mm. 
at the end of the day, I'm still grateful for the relationship we have. Like some people lose their parents, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. So at the end of the day, I'm still grateful. Like, you know, if, if they do want to get closer with me, I'll always mm. be open to that. But that's just how it is. I feel like parents is a bit of a, it's a bit of a like tricky one because there's always yeah. that, like they are your parents. And like you said, like time is so limited. Yeah. And I was literally having this conversation the other day with someone like, mm. when did you realize your parents were like human beings yeah. as well? When did you realize actually? I feel like literally when I got older, but I feel like it's a weakness and a strength because I never want to hold, like say my parents, I would never want to hold them accountable, like blame them for anything because mm. I just feel like I could never put myself in their shoes. Like I didn't grow up how they grew up, the generation they grew up in. Like I could just never fathom that. But then it's like, how far do you go with that until it's kind of like making excuses for yeah. them and kind of just sucking what you're going through up. Do you know what mm -hmm. I mean? So. But they are, at the end of the day, like, I had to realize I, I was angry for ages. Like, I was just think, why you do this? Why do you do that? But then when I probably got to around like 22, when like life is just genuinely starting mm. to hit me and I'm just like, imagine how my mom felt when like yeah. she went through a breakup and she had kids. Like, that's so crazy. So you just genuinely start to empathize and just think like, bro, it's really not as easy mm -hmm. as like people would say, like you just quickly go and judge like, well, how would she act like that? Like, she should have done this and she yeah. should have done that. But genuinely you can't, Tell people how they should have lived their life. Mm. So, but then it's a weakness at the same time because it's like it doesn't really highlight that problem to them. So yeah. In yeah. terms of like you know like your mental health, I know bare like mm. immigrant parents don't they don't not like they don't think it's a thing, but yeah. it's like it's a it's not a topic that you talk yeah. about. So like like you said, you don't communicate that to your parents. But uh, do they know that you've been that there's been times where you've been yeah I've not told the best. them before but I feel like they just kind of dismissed it but I just feel like that's because sorry they didn't have that luxury of kind of like dealing with their mental health when they was younger so like my grandma probably was never like oh like you know mental health this mm. they was kind of just like they went straight into work had kids and stuff like that so I just feel like they never had that luxury of being able to sit down and kind of like dive into mental health problems and depression and stuff like that. So they just don't really know how to handle it, mm. which is also obviously a bad thing at the same time. I feel like they should kind of adapt. Yeah, and yeah. Come on, get with the sign. Yeah, like but, I was literally telling the story of literally yeah. when I when I just decided to like, just open up to my mum about yeah. being depressed, like when I was working from home and stuff. And it was just like such a tough time. I think mm -hmm. just not being able, not going outside a lot, yeah. not having this, because I, I think at this point as well, my relationship was in such a bad place yeah. that I wasn't at, like going out a lot as well. And I'm working from home. Yeah. And I think she was just looking around like, there's no one else I can really tell. So I was like, yeah. I might as well just tell my mom. And I literally thought she was going to take it mm -hmm. like not in a, I don't know, yeah, I just yeah. thought like dismiss it. But yeah. she actually took it on board. And then That's she, really she actually brought me breakfast in bed the next day, That's you know, it was that. so cute. And it's like, I just feel like if I didn't like take that step to yeah. Just tell her that I'm I'm sad. Like and yeah. she was just like, "Why are you sad?" And I was like, "I don't know." And then yeah, just like open up that little bit. It kind of mm. like opened a little door. And then like every single time, and I, then yeah, yeah. And now she like opens up to me. I open up to her, and it's like a like an ongoing thing where we've like built our relationship yeah. now. But before it was literally never that. I just feel like with parents, like I don't know, they can make mistakes. Do you know what I mean? So that like this is their first time being a parent. Yeah. Like, you, do you know what I mean? So it's just crazy. like when when we're moms, it's mm. like. I'm not gonna know what to do. Do you know mm. what I mean? So you, it's like, you're naturally going to make mistakes and that's just literally part of life. Cause then when you, she's probably realized that like, our parents have probably realized like multiple times, like I dealt with that wrong. Like yeah. let me do this, do you know what I mean? Like you're literally like life, you don't live that long. Like yeah. you, you don't have things figured out straight away. So obviously it is up to you to kind of adapt and learn things as you go on and just try to be the best you can, but you can't expect anybody to be perfect. Mm. Do you know, hold on. What's Polish culture like? 
Do you know what? I'm gonna be honest. I genuinely don't know. <laughs> like, I genuinely don't know because my family is like really small too. That's another thing that like, get sometimes I just get jealous. Like people with big families, like mm. or like we do have pretty big family, but no one stays in touch. Like everyone's literally moved out. Like I got family in America, in Germany, but yeah. nobody stays in touch. Like I literally only have like my my mom, my dad, my brother, um, and then my grandma. Mm. Like so, there was just nothing to kind of get into because i just yeah. feel like we're so small we just didn't even do anything when we go back we kind of just like eat food and just spend time together we never really i just feel like i never really tap into that side as much mm. as i wouldn't say i would like to because i've kind of like that ships kind of sailed at the same time but yeah i genuinely don't know i'll be so honest so like you're like around your most of your friends are black and you're yeah. into you're, <laughs> in, you're into the african I'm, men no <laughs> i don't discriminate Mm -hmm. Likewise with tats. Yeah. So like, so like, what's what kind of impact does that culture have on you? Would you say? Do you know what? Because I feel like I always grew up in it. Obviously, when I came from Poland, I don't actually remember like being in Poland. Yeah. So it's like there was no difference. Like, say if I if I moved at like fifteen, it's like this is this is like a culture shock. Like, yeah, it's different. yeah, yeah. But because it was just like how I always grew up, I just never like thought to kind of like, oh, like what's mm. this like? Like it was just kind of natural to me. Like mm. it was just always like that. And then it just always happened to be like that. Like where I grew up, like it was just so diverse, like my primary school, my secondary yeah. school. So I just feel like it was just always like that. Like I've never really sat down and kind of thought like, mm. how is this like affecting me? It's just like my friends, like I've literally always had black friends. Yeah. Like, and that's yeah. just literally how it turned out. Yeah. But it's not even like, like it just happened like everyone gravitated Do people ever like say other. anything to you? Like, do you know what's mad? The thing is, it's like, no one ever says anything. Cause I feel like, Saying Nottingham, like everyone knows that. Yeah. So it's like, no one, yeah. it's so normal to everybody, mm -hmm. but no one actually ever says anything to me. Do you know the only thing I feel like, I never feel like out of place. Like I never feel uncomfortable. Like this is literally how I grew up. Mm. So this is always how it is. The only thing I'd say is like, when I go to places where people don't know me, yeah. I feel like sometimes it's hard to establish myself because, yeah. because they don't know me and like how I grew up. I feel like maybe they'll, they'll maybe have like a misconception. Yeah, they might think this, might think that. Yeah. But like, I don't know. I feel like it's not like, I feel like being like in the environment I've been in has never like changed me. Like yeah, I've never like yeah, yeah. tried to kind of like be black yeah, or like yeah, yeah. do this or do that. Like yeah. I've always kind of just been me and like, but all our friends are so different. So I just feel yeah. like everyone's literally themselves. But yeah, I just feel like the only thing is like when I feel like I'm with people that don't actually know me or anything mm. about me, they might be like, mm, what's going on or something like that. But that's the only thing. But that's just, yeah. That's Cause I feel like up. people have a lot to say sometimes about like, when there's a friendship group, but then there's mm. one white person in the friendship group or like a friendship group where it's all black, all, white. all white girls and one black girl, people yeah. think like the girl's a bit sideways for some reason. Get out. But like, no, to be honest, I'm not gonna lie. Like when, when you see like, there's always like, um, what do you call it? Mm -hmm. Like stereotypes about like, if there's one black guy in a, in a group of white guys, guys. that he's, he's got relaxed hair and all this stuff. <laughs> so it's like, do you know what's mad though? It always seems like it's different. You know, when it's like, but then I feel like it is different. You know, when it's like all white and then like one black girl, yeah. one boy. And then when it's like, because I feel like, I feel like the culture is so different. Yeah. And you see within our friendship group, the culture is also different, but you see me, I never kind of like tapped in with anything. So mm -hmm. when I came to England, like my identity is kind of just like being built up yeah, from, yeah, from yeah. scratch. So I'm kind of just like going with like everyone. Mm -hmm. but I feel like being, say being like, like one black person in a group of white, like white people, I feel like, you're, you are, I feel like you are going to feel out of place. Yeah, it's like, like, I can't lie. I definitely have experienced that. Yeah. But, do you know what? I've experienced it in so many different ways, like at mm -hmm. uni and at work. 
First of all, it got to a point where they thought because they had like a black friend that they could now make yeah. like weird jokes. Yeah. Like it was actually really strange. Yeah. It was so strange. Or like they would make comments like about my body. And I'm just, mm. it was just very, very strange right, to me. Right. And that, that was just giving, that used to just make me feel like very much out of place. Like, yeah. it was a normal day. Like I don't just walk around and think I'm black, you're white, I'm black, you're white. Yeah, but then sometimes yeah. people make, Make, make you feel like, yeah, oh yeah, obvious, now yeah. You, you're actually different to us. So it was just like all the little comments, but in uni, it was more like a, it genuinely felt like, yeah. like I don't wanna say segregation, cause that's a mm. bit crazy, but it was genuinely like everyone in my class was yeah. like white and I was legit the only black person in my mm. class. And then yeah. one lecturer literally like tried to oh, tell yeah. me that I'm, I don't engage with the team properly, even though I literally do all the work yeah. and I do everything. So I was just feeling very much like out of place. And then it started making me just like step back even mm -hmm. more. So I would literally come in, go out. Like I wouldn't talk to anyone at all. Yeah. And then it was only like third year where I just said, I think it's, like, I need to actually yeah, like, mingle. Yeah. Especially cause like loads of our, m most of my coursework that year was like group related. And I was thinking, mm -hmm. you have if to, I don't yeah. chat to someone, <laughs> how am I going to do this group yeah. work? So then I started talking to people and I was like, do you know what? Like, you think people are like mad different to you, but yeah. we actually got along so well, like go to their birthdays, still chat to them now. Like we yeah. got along so well. So if it wasn't for uni, I don't think I would have had that experience of like opening up myself to something that I'm not used to, which yeah. is like talking to other people that don't necessarily look like me or grew up or went to school with yeah. me. For some reason, I'm so attached was, to my yeah, secondary that was school friends. Like, I, like when I went to uni, I just thought like, if you're not like me, I don't want to talk yeah, to you. Yeah, like, and that's so and bad. And it is so bad. Like when I went to Manchester, everyone was like so posh and like things like that. And I was just thinking like, we're just like, it's yeah, not giving, it's just... vibing. Like we're not vibing. <laughs> and I was just thinking, I'll just tell people like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not with it. Like, yeah. I just want to go home. Mm. But then like in my third year, it's so different. Like I was actually speaking to people that, like I would have never looked your way in first year, mm. do you know what I mean? And, but like speaking to them is just so insightful at the same time. Cause like, even though we're not the same, yeah. like I'm just learning so much from like you and how you're like, I had a friend um, and he, he was like, he was gay and he was Sri Lankan, I mm. believe. So like, he's just kind of telling me about his like growing up and like his mom was like, tried to send him to like a camp to kind of like, cause obviously she didn't want to like accept that he was gay. Um, and he had like a twin brother that was like severely disabled and stuff like it was just so crazy. Like he grew up so different. Like he's literally never been allowed to like go to like, he has no friends and stuff mm. like that. So it's just like, it's so insightful kind of like talking to people like that. And we literally got along so Do well. You know so mad. Like I think, you know, when you, if you stay talking to like the people that you're used to, yeah. people that are like you, you're actually never going to see life never. through a different lens. Like, yeah. like, I just think it's uh, li listening to other people's life stories is just so crazy. Like, even mm -hmm. you, like for example, like some of the things that you've said, like now, <laughs> I'm just like, what? Like yeah, that's so mad. Like you would literally never mad. know. And we've literally been friends for like how long? I know. It's but crazy. I just feel like to be able to elevate in life, you actually have to. You have to talk to different people. Like that's where the opportunities are. Like that's where the bag is. Mm -hmm. Like you actually have to. You'll be stopping yourself if yeah. you only stick to one type of environment. Like you have to get out of that environment. Like there's nothing wrong with kind of going back to that and you know going back home and seeing what you're comfortable with. But mm. you have to come out your comfort zone. Yeah, at the end and of the day. honestly, like coming out my comfort zone is coming out my comfort zone is literally how this podcast came about. Like yeah. I literally did a podcast with my friend Jack. Shout out Jack from uni, Shout and Jack. for the first two years of uni didn't even say like any, we didn't even exchange three words to yes. each other. And then third year, we just started talking and mm. Bezzy mates, like literally, yeah. and then did the podcast and now we're here. It's crazy, but yeah, honestly, like come out your comfort zone, put yourself out there. But I would say like uni, 
that's one of the well, that's one of the main things I take away from it. Like, come out your comfort zone. Come out of your and comfort zone. Put yourself talk out to there. people you wouldn't usually talk to. Yeah. Do things you wouldn't usually do because when you leave uni, there's no going back. Yeah, there's there's no going. There's back. no going back. But do you know what? I don't feel like I want to go back. I don't think I don't feel like I want to go back. But I just feel like. I wish I did things differently. I'm a bit jealous of the people that like, you know when they went uni and they had like the full experience, yeah, like same. live like- Obviously we had like COVID and stuff. Yeah, but, but like, yeah, like I guess like move I, into a new city, yeah. making a whole new group of friends. Like I didn't do that, but yeah, I guess like- neither. I was just so attached to secondary school. Guys, if you knew the <laughs> unhealthy attachment we have it's with secondary scary, school- It's very scary, guys. It's so scary. Like, it's very scary. You would we think we left last year. It's what? So, in my head, I'm literally 17. Seven years. Bro, we left in 2017. It's almost 2024. Seven years. Yeah. That's, wait, six years. Six so years, going on seven. Seven years in 2024. Yeah. Nah. And it literally feels like but for me, we, we still talk to our teachers. Like, yeah. what kind of mental I'm not going to lie, yeah. I genuinely feel like I found my lifelong friends in secondary school. In like, secondary school. And no one can tell me I didn't because I in uni, I did try and make... I yeah. did make friends. Don't get me wrong. But like... Regardless of like all the new friends I've made along the yeah. years, my my school friends that are still my friends that I see yeah. all the time, like it's even too much. Like maybe <laughs> it's because we're single. Guys, that we literally have a group chat and we text each other every, every morning, day, morning, morning, baby. baby I, I love you so, so much. Like it's so we have scary. Our lives. It's so scary. Like honestly, do you know how you can feel mad comfortable around yeah. your friends? Like you can just say whatever, you can look however. Yeah. Like that's how I used to compare it. Like if I feel like, or like if you feel like you need like social battery to be around, yeah, like someone. that's not a a sign that they're yeah. your, like comfy friendly. Maybe your friends to go out with, yeah. Or, but yeah. But then again, my mom does say like, you have different friends for different, different reasons. Things. So keep that and in that mind. That is very important. Yeah, also. cause don't expect the same level of friendship from everybody. Yeah. Cause you're just going to disappoint yourself when- I feel like making friends as an adult is just harder. Like when we was young, I came up to you like, do you talk English? <laughs> <laughs> so low key, yeah. I do, I stop, but you know, I don't remember. No, guys, let me tell you the story. I before remember. I, get, I literally saw people was in the hallway. No, it wasn't. Guys. I feel like let it was a random. Yet. She came up to me and said, "Do you speak English?" No, 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 no. Listen, no, but it so, was, "Do you speak English?" No, it's because <laughs> she's moved yeah from London. Yeah, mm. you know, London people don't see nothing besides London. Yeah, she thought she was going Notting Hill. She moved to Nottingham. Yeah, I've she got never humbled. heard of Nottingham in my life. She got like... humbled. <laughs> We're in technology, and she sat there by herself, vexed, yeah, crying into her, crying into her hands. And me and my friend Nicole were like, "What's wrong with her? Like, she's a new girl, whatever." We've gone up to her. We're like, "Hey, like, what's your name?" She's like. Literally not even said she's absolutely aired us to our faces. So I'm like, okay. So we're like, oh, like, where did you come from? Like, you're new. She's literally just airing us, airing us. Obviously, she's upset. So we're like, what's wrong? And she's not answering. She's literally on mute. So I'm like, do you speak English? (laughs) And she literally looks at me and she's like, I was fighting for my life. Like, I just didn't want to be in that school. But I literally, do you know when you feel like, as a child, like, moving is such a big deal. I literally thought, my life is over. I'm not going to make any new friends. So when these were trying to chat to me, I was like, guys, I'm literally not trying to, I don't want to be friends. Like, but... I was trying. I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember He's trying to welcome you in. I don't know. But do you know, I just never expected to be the new girl. Like... I just did. I don't know. It was just. It was just. It was just humbling. Yeah. It, like it just is walking in. Like, yeah. I had no friends. I was like, okay, well, what is going on? No. Do you know what? I feel like the, our friendship group. How many of us? There's like what seven left standing now. What? Yeah. I think like six. Like six. I feel like we've yeah, actually like been six. through so much. Like I remember being in school and obviously they said like you guys. You know you guys know you're not gonna be friends after yeah. school. Yeah. And I was thinking absolute cap. But absolute we have cap. actually had. Guys, it's couple breaks. So, yeah, we've had we a couple have. breaks. We had a... <laughs> we've had a couple breaks. I'm not gonna lie. We have had a couple breaks. We have. It's but... life though. Yeah, like, how do you feel about that? In one mind, I'm like, okay, it could have been avoided. But then in another mind, I'm just like, I just feel like, what doesn't, 
break you, makes you stronger. Yeah. I just feel like, I don't know, certain things I just feel like has to happen. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And I can't lie, growing up, making friends, like staying friends from being like, I don't know what, 13 years old to 23. Yeah. Like, Imagine how many you different- You change so much you... and it's like, you know, so many friends grow apart. So I feel like being a friendship group, like you're gonna, there's some people that are gonna change or go for a phase where they've like changed and they come back to themselves. So it's like, naturally I feel like there's just, there is gonna be friction like within a friendship That's why group. I don't, like I will never understand like girls that don't prioritize female friendships. Because yeah. we've literally been friends. Gosh. Like if this was a relationship, the relationships have been going, we should be oh, engaged. Married. No, we should be married with kids married. right now. Like, I just don't know why people don't prioritize their female friendships as much. I feel like most people do, but some people like will say like, oh, I prefer male friends or yeah. they don't really have like a tight knit friendship group like that. But I literally think like my friends have literally seen me from when I was like 13. They've seen so many different versions of me. They've seen me in the relationships. They've seen me in the heartbreaks. They've mm -hmm. seen me in the job, lose the job. job. They've seen me on my uni, knees. They've seen me in uni. uni. Like, They've seen me at my graduation. So They're going to see me at my wedding day. They're going to see me give birth. And I just think it's so beautiful. Like, it's so beautiful. Like, it's, such, honestly, it's such a beautiful thing. I just love it. And that's, do you know what? That's another thing why, why I didn't want to like, make friends in uni. Because I just thought like, I don't have to explain my, you see mm. you lot, like I don't have to explain myself. Like we all know yeah. like certain versions of me. We all know this, we all mm. know that. Like I don't want to explain myself again. But I just yeah. feel like obviously that's why you have long-term friends and you have like other yeah. friends that you make other memories with. But Have you ever had like a painful friendship breakup? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Elaborate. Do you know what? I feel like we was literally best friends. Mm. Do you know when something stops working, but like you don't want it to, so we were like, we kept trying to be friends again. We kept trying to be friends, but it just was not working. Like, mm. It just wasn't working, but I was just hanging on to it so tight because I just feel like it's so hard for me to get really comfortable. Yeah, people, yeah, like, yeah. Very comfortable. I feel like that was like one person I was like super comfortable mm. with, like like literally to, to the T. Do you know what I mean? So I really didn't want to let that go. But like, hey, do you know what? It, it was literally like a breakup. Like yeah. I was so sad and we kept trying to go back to each other. Yeah. It was like literally toxic. Like yeah. it was genuinely toxic. And then now it's like, now I'm just like, it's, you know what, like, it's all love type thing. Like, I wish her the best, but I don't know, at the time I was just like, I don't want to lose that friendship. But it's like life really, that's how life is. Like you grow up and you change. Like, I'm gonna lie, I think a friendship breakup is worse than an actual breakup. Is. Like, I can't, like, I was really going through it. Like yeah. I was really, really going through it. And I was just, I just didn't expect it. Cause I feel like, no, but to be honest, I have had a yeah. friendship breakup before, but I was younger. Yeah. But in this one was like, yeah. I genuinely, and it's funny because you know when you're friends with someone, you guys talk about every single scenario on the planet. Yeah. And like this scenario that happened was like something that we literally used to think that can never, never happen. happen. To like, God, never say this could never be me because anything could actually could be, be you. you. Like, yeah. I even remember before the breakup happened, it's like we had that conversation yeah. like a week before. It was like, oh, like I can't imagine like you not being at my, my wedding. Friends, I can't imagine yeah. like you not being the auntie to my kids. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, I don't get how people just like not, are not Break friends. Up, yeah. And then it's like I've never like with all you lot like we've never like. We might have like distance sometimes, yeah. but we don't like ever just like not talk or like talk block all, each yeah. other. Crazy. <laughs> so like when when I literally had this friendship breakup, it was like, and I was my best friend. I was like, yeah. it was just like, I don't know. At first it was just bare anger. Yeah, yeah. at first it's anger. And then you know when it's like, you want to tell, and you're like, this is the only person I will like understand yeah, it. Like, and then it's like, you can't go to them and it's like, fuck. Yeah, like, and also I just feel like, I don't feel like, not. Oh, I don't have to explain it, but like not everyone will understand. Yeah. And I didn't know how to like word it. But it was just coming out as like anger. Yeah. So I was like, but it's not really anger because it's more like, that was yeah, my guy. So it was no, just like, yeah. I don't know. It was just like, but I had a breakup and a friendship breakup at the same time. I was absolutely, and it was like, who do I ever talk to about the breakup? 
What's going literally on? Who do I talk so to about a friendship breakup? Who do I talk to? About? I just, it was just too much. But it is hard. We each had that conversation as well. Like we was like, she was like to me, don't you think it's mad how like people grow up and it's just like, you have like a childhood best friend that like you're mm. not friends with no more. You just look back and it's like, that was your childhood best friend. And it, and I was like, yeah, well that will never be us. Like we're just yeah. gonna be friends forever. So we'll never look. Now I'm like, that's definitely like my childhood so best friend. Crazy. You know what I mean? It's so mad, but you can't dwell on things like- Yeah, I, you can't, you can't. But honestly, when I say I didn't actually expect- Yeah. A, I've, I didn't expect a friendship breakup to actually affect me like that. Do you know I was having yeah. like nightmares about it? Not nightmares, but like yeah. dreams about it. Mm. Did you used to have dreams? Yeah, I was heartbroken. No, like, I can't lie. I like, you know, like, I've asked someone else this and I thought it was just me. So I thought I was no, weird. No, I was like, actually heartbroken. I was like, am I obsessed with this person? Like, I literally was having dreams and I told my mum, like, I'm, like, I'm telling everyone I don't care about the situation, yeah. but I'm having dreams. My mum was like, your spirit cares. Your spirit is not happy with it. <laughs> Honestly. I was like, oh, here we go. Here comes the lecture. No, it's, it's heartbreaking. Like, because at the end of the day, like, People, obviously like being in a relationship is nice and stuff like that, but even with like family, you know, having close knit family, but friends, yeah. Mm. I just feel like people don't understand, like, especially as you grow older and especially when you go through things like now, like, I feel like I've always valued friendships, but at this, like the stage I'm in now, I feel like this is the most I've ever valued, yeah. like, oh. especially female friendships. Cause I just feel like you don't have, like that's not your family. Like you choose each other. Yeah. Like, you actually choose each other day in, day out. like. They're just your friends, like just yeah. the, it's the little things. Just talking till like one a.m., two a.m., mm -hmm, mm -hmm. crying, coming to each other's houses, like just being there, bringing flowers. Or yeah, just like literally. I can't. I get so emotional. My friends bring me flowers. I don't think it's I got so that emotional, emotional when I got flowers from a man. So emotional, like because I just feel like you're just literally choosing each other. Like yeah. even like fixing your hair, yeah. like doing oh, your I hair, love, doing your makeup. You know what, like yeah, I, I know when whenever, whenever we do like a staycation, I love it's so it. Cute. Like, I'm I just like, just oh, can I borrow your powder brush? Oh, can I? It's so cute, man. I'm such a sentimental person. Yeah. I just feel like these are the times, cause you know when you're older, when you're like growing, like you're living with your husband and your kids, like these are the days like we're having sleepovers, mm -hmm. like with like- I can't wait, like when we're all married or whatever, God willing, soon come. Yeah. Like I can't wait to like either kick my husband out and have a girl's Honestly, night or like we go out and have a lit time. Girls trips when we're older are going to be dangerous. It's going to be scary. Two and two. Two and two. So let me just explain what the aim of the game is. So as you can see, there's different colored cards. So this card here is just the normal. Let me explain a little backstory actually. So the point of this of this game is basically to help people build deeper connections, either with strangers or like someone that you're already close with, what you want to get closer with. You can play it with your partner. You can play it with your play mom. Play it with your man. It's not every day off panty on first date. <laughs> sometimes get to know no, each other. Honestly, sometimes just play a get game. Like, don't need to go for drinks and then what? <laughs> hotel after. Calm down. <laughs> Keep it in your pants. Chill okay. Out. Chillax. Okay, cool. So this card is just a normal question card. So we'll just ask you. I can't lie. They're kind of deep questions and mm. hats off to me because I don't know how I came up with them. So yeah, this is her own brand, guys. Yeah, guys, Super I made my own shelves. Get guys, yours. I made my own game. I literally can't believe it, and it's fun. Get yours. Get yours. Amazon soon coming. Okay, so <laughs> these again. This is the normal card. It will just have like a deep question on it that you've got to answer. Number clock. <laughs> okay, this is an example of a split card. Let me just get my ducks in a row. This is an example of a split card. So this is what it looks like. And on the other side, you can see one side is black, one side is white. So this is the bad side and this is the good side. So what a split card means is you have to answer a question on the good side and the bad side. So it could either be like a, a crazy scenario or like an embarrassing scenario or something. And then like a good one. So like a positive one, something that made you happy, something like that. And then final one, we have the wild card, which is a confessions card. Looks like this and then obviously the right on the other side so ego are you ready to play yeah 
two and two. I'm ready. Let's Come get, on. Let's go. Okay, shall I just put it down and pick the top? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay, pick the top. Like, okay, wait. Down. Okay, guys, this, this is deep. Do you remember when you became self-aware as an adult? Oof. Do you know what? I'm so big on this, yeah, because I feel like... It's not like, I, I feel like I've been living on La La Land like for about 21 years of my 23 years <laughs> um, alive. Like I feel like I've always been kind of self-aware but not at the same time. But you know when I turn like, let's say, I, like I used to go through so much that I used to kind of just like get over it like in the wrong way. So I'll go drinking, I'll go partying, this, that and the other. I feel like when, it, when I became 22, when I became, mm. when I turned 22, that's like been my healthy years going mm. forward. So I just became probably around 22. That's when I became self-aware. I just like, now I just feel like I just know things. Like, I just feel like I'm just so much wiser. I always see like two sides of the story. Like mm. I'm just empathized so much. Like I don't even get angry. Like I just feel like anger is just an emotion that I just don't have energy for. Like, I just feel like I'm just so at peace. And I just- That's so mad that you say that because you were so, so angry. angry bro. I was an angry child. Oh, like you, you don't understand. Tell the slap story, please. <laughs> please. Okay guys, let me tell you something yet. <laughs> and you tell me whether I was wrong. Obviously don't judge. This is a judgment free zone. Yeah, this is when I was, yeah. when I was younger and a bit tapped. She's so. reformed. <laughs> so long story short, my like, we was, my really close friend at the time, like she didn't really have a lot of friends. It was just kind of like me and her. I'd always stick up for her. Like she was very hated at the time. Yeah. I'd always stick up for her. Like that was my girl. Like I had her back. So she, I had a boyfriend at the time and we was like always on and off. Like we was toxic. a toxic relationship. It was even Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah, that was, was my rider at the time. But that was my man. Yeah. <laughs> and I was sticking beside him. <laughs> so she knew this and we was on like a little break. So we broke up was for like a week or so. And she was like in his lessons at school. So then she was like to me, oh, like, do you miss him? This, this, that, and the other. And I'm like, yeah, like, I want my man back. And she was like, oh, try to talk to him in class, whatever, whatever. I'm like, okay, cool, do your thing. So then it came to like, she came to my house mm. um, that day. She came to my house, she did my hair. I literally remember this. Bro, she literally did my hair, like was at home eating my mom's food, everything, cool. Like the next day, was it the next day? Or like two days later, um, like everyone was just being so weird that day, yeah. And I'm literally, I remember I was in English and like Angie and our friend Nicole, they like sat together and they're like, looking back at me and they just keep talking. And I'm like, yo, what are these lot talking about? Yeah, so like there was just, people was just side-eyeing me all day. And then like at the end of the day, Angie's come up to me, she's like, but she, she's waiting till like everyone's kind of gone home. Yeah? Wait, let me tell you my side. Cause obviously okay, yeah, this yeah. day is split into two. So there's ego side, which is everyone's yeah. acting weird. And then there's my side. But yeah, so obviously the, the boyfriend guy. at the time. Um, <laughs> so he's, I've overheard a conversation between him and one of our other friends talking about what he's done with this the said, said friend, friend that has done Eager's hair that same day. So I've, but they, they're not trying to keep it quiet. So I've turned around and I've said, excuse me. And then they've like openly admitted it to me. Mm -hmm. But then said partner at the time, uh, how do I word this? Mm, was on the other side of the law. Violating. <laughs> was on the other side of the law. So he wasn't always, um, <laughs> he wasn't always a good one. You know what I mean? He so wasn't always a good he egg. He wasn't always a good egg, but I mean, bless him, he was, I mean, Anyways, yeah. <laughs> so when he when he threatens you, you know it's a real <laughs> life threat. So what happened he was, was threatening all my friends. No, what happened was life. obviously he told me this information, which is like he's basically cheated, but not yeah. cheated, but cheated. But yeah, it's with with, with my, my close, close friend, friends. close friend, emphasis on the close, yeah. 
And then he said, if you tell Igor, I am going to get my cousin to beat you up. I'm not gonna lie, I'm not on smoke like that. Like I am literally just a girl in this world. Like I was not trying to fight. So when he said that, I said, and I know what he's on and I know he's not chatting. Mm. I was literally deliberating in my head like, I don't want to die, but I don't want to not tell her. Like, mm -hmm. and as well, I just just watching her all day, like feeling so like, and she was talking. <laughs> That's she was, they was like, yeah, and I'm literally she with, was the with girl. her all day. Yeah. So I was like, my spirit can't let me do this. And I was like, do you know what? I don't know if I have to get a beating for this. Like, I don't know. So then fast forward now to. Yeah, so then Angie's come up to me and she's like, I need to talk to you, but my heart's beating now. Cause I'm like, this is so serious. Like, and everyone's kind of, she waited until like everyone kind of left. So then, She's come up to me. She's like, took me inside. And she's like, taking me so far in the school. And I'm like, and so she's she like, no, I need to take you inside. I need to take you far, as far away as possible. So we've got inside. She's like, I need to tell you something. And then she's just like, so-and-so gave so-and-so head. Yeah. And I've just literally started laughing. Cause I'm like, you're joking. Like you're not being serious. She was like, no. And she's kind of broke it down to me how she found out. And I'm literally, I don't know how to take it. And then my body's just started, like my blood has just started boiling. And everyone's kind of already gone home. So there's nothing I could do now that like, I can't go check him and I can't go check her. But then we're now as a friendship group. No, but not everyone knew still. No, it was no, only no, like no. a few of us It was me, you, Natalie, yeah. Yeah. So, but Natalie, I never spoke to Natalie because she knew and she she didn't tell me anyways. <laughs> but yeah, I think it was me, you and Nicole. I can't remember who exactly it was. And I was trying to play it smart because I'm like, I can't just go and fight her now. I was a fighter back in the day, oh, guys. Yeah. So yeah, just, yeah. So... We had to play it smart. <laughs> so then I wanted her to do my hair again. So then I've told her like the next day, like, oh babe, like, can you do my hair again? Whatever, whatever. She's like, yes, yeah, sure. All of this, like friending me up. The next day we've gone to school and like half of the, our friendship group don't even know still. Then the next day we've gone to school. She's like, yeah, babe, I'll see you like after school that I'm going to do your hair. Then like, I have, my body's literally like, and you know what she said to me was in shoot it together. And she was like, you know how she was always like joking around. She was like, oh, eager kiss me. And I was just thinking you gave my man head yesterday, babe. So fake. You're taking, yeah. And then, yeah, just fast forward, got to the end of the day. She, I think one of her friends told her that I knew because then she was like, oh, yeah. my grandma's coming home. Like, I don't have a key, I need to go. Then she's walked past me, she's gone by. And then I was just gonna leave it because everyone's saying like, it's not worth it, whatever. And just my spirit just took over me and I've just dropped my bag and I'm like, no. So I've started running down the road and I'm like, let me chat to you. Then we started speaking. And then do you know what? Even like in that moment, I was literally going to leave it alone because I was looking at her and I just felt so bad. And I was like, do you know what? We was friends, whatever. And she just started lying to my face. She was like, no, that yeah. didn't happen. And my hand just went and just like whacked her in the face. <laughs> I've and then never heard a slap. Like it was that. a crazy slap, yeah. And it then was so crazy. It was just a little fight. And then she was just, yeah, she just went off, got her family, whatever. Honestly, the way Ego is now, yeah, if you so just different. met her now, you literally would not know that she used to be slapping so people different. left, right, center. It was a crazy time. But guys, tell me if I'm wrong in this situation. No, you're not wrong. Yeah, you're not, that, but that I, slap I, did I echo. So, but it did echo. It yeah, did echo. That, down that whole street. And she started calling that teacher, but bearing in mind this street was where I lived at the end of the road. So we, there was each about what, 10 of us there. We've all ran to my, ran to my house, got an ice pack. And where did we go after? I think we went to like a we went on a school trip day. or something. Yeah, open day. We're, not, what the we're still in our bag. We're still in our education we're bag. Still in our bag. But to be honest, I had an issue. I had an issue with like hitting people as well, but mine was always boys. Yeah. We just I had a couple them out. Okay, next card. Oh, I got a split card. That bad, that bad. <sighs> oh, split card. Craziest, I'll do the bad side first. Craziest thing you've done when you were in love. Ooh, the Guys, list I thought, goes on. I thought on. I would take this to my grave. The list goes on. 
A couple people know about this. And when I told them, they were just like, okay, you, um, didn't, you didn't tell me you were crazy like that. But nice I don't theory. think it's that bad. Let me break it down to you. I don't think mm -hmm. it's that bad, actually. Like, I think people are exaggerating it. So, you know when a relationship is getting quite rocky, yeah, but you're mm. still trying to make it work, but it's just toxic and yeah. you're just arguing a lot. So obviously, like, he used to work really long shifts. Mm. And at this point, this is literally when I was at home, working from home, feeling, like, depressed and stuff. And also, bear in mind that part of that was also me moving out of my uni account, moving back home. It was just a lot to get used to again. Because, mm. you know, when you're used to your own space and then going back home, it was a lot. But he had still had his place. And he always said to me, like, Oh yeah, like bearing in mind when I was in my accommodation, mm. he literally was lodging about like he was there more like he was there more than Living he was off her. Yeah, he was there more mm. than he was home. So now that my accommodation's gone, he was like, Oh, like literally, my accom is your accom. Mm. Said, okay. So then it's like Lucasa, it's then, then yeah, then I noticed that like I'm asking to come over, you're telling me oh, I'm tired. When I was tired and you were coming over all the time. Anyway, so cool. <laughs> so now, obviously, um, he's at work, but we'll be on the phone at work. So we're talking normally, and then an argument just comes out of nowhere. So we're mm. arguing, 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 arguing. God, never let me be on the phone with a man arguing for more than 10 minutes. minutes. Again, like, Ever. we Standing were arguing in one for spot. time. And then obviously, he do, he started doing this thing where, like, we're arguing and he will block my number. Mm. I can't that tell you would honestly... I can't tell you how much my body no, would just, like... that would make me go crazy. I'll be shaking in my room because what am I supposed to do now? I can't mm. even get through to you. Calling him on no call ID, calling him on no call ID. I think I called him 36 times, didn't answer. Obviously, I know I've your whole there. schedule, so I know where you're going to be after yeah. work. Guys, I'm not crazy anymore. Just bring up mine. So cool. Well, love makes you do crazy things. Yeah, love actually makes you... So he wasn't answering. And obviously, I knew... I know where you live. Okay, fair enough. The building has security, but I kind of knew the way to get around that. So so I just took it upon myself. Yeah. I knew what time he was finishing. I knew what time, like, he gets home. Yeah. So I took it upon myself to, like, go to his house, even though he's blocked me. Mm -hmm. So I went to his house, and obviously... I just waited outside until someone opened the door. <laughs> and then obviously there's like multiple barriers that you can't get through. So mm. someone let me in the first one. Then the second one, I like rang a buzzer and I just said, oh, like I'm in room, did I left my key? They let me in. So I went in the hallway outside his like accommodation, like outside his flat. Mm. And it was mad dark, like the lights weren't on for some reason, but I'm like so distraught. So I've just sat down in the hallway in the dark, but I packed, I packed an overnight bag. <laughs> bear in mind, bear in mind, he literally has, he's literally blocked me and I'm planning to come and sleep over. That's delusional, I'll be honest. I don't know if that's that crazy, but yeah, so now I packed the overnight bag. So I'm sat in the hallway with my overnight I ain't bag. Leaving. I crossed my legs. I was so comfy. I was like, hmm, waiting for my man to come home. <laughs> and I promise you, I didn't do that. It was crazy until uh. as he walked in and I saw his face. So he's walked through the door and he's like, and I was like, hi. Hello. I was like, hello. And then he was like, what are you doing here? And I was like, well, you blocked me. So. <laughs> and he was just like, I don't have time. Like, I'm literally hella tired. Like, I just came from work. Duh, duh, duh. But you better get untired. I'm I was just in. like, no, I'm coming in. Like, I'm literally coming in. And then he was just like, he literally was looking at me like I was insane. As well, I looked insane. Like, yeah. I looked like how I was feeling. I literally looked crazy. It was the overnight bag that was filled the with a lot of stuff. The overnight bag is so funny. It was filled with a lot of stuff. So I literally was just sat in the dark with my overnight bag. That was it. Yeah, but it not gets that crazy. like that. It gets like that. It is a bit crazy. When you look back at it now, crazy, yeah. it's a bit crazy. Like, that's crazy. We had time when I had no, to be doing that. Do you know that, what made it look crazier? Because the lights weren't working. <laughs> if the lights were working, because it looked like... It looked, in the dark. it looked like I was trying to hide. Like, he came and he was scared of it. Like, he... It literally looked like <laughs> I was trying to hide in the dark. I, would, I don't recognise myself. Yeah, but realistically, this is... this is You know friends just feed each other delusions, but... <laughs> He shouldn't have blocked you. He shouldn't have blocked me, friend. I knew <laughs> he shouldn't it. Have blocked he shouldn't have blocked you. me. Like, like, why are you blocking me? If you didn't block me, I wouldn't have to come. He said I was stressing him out. 
But I said, okay, well, then now I'm going to check now out. Yeah, now I have to come. But he, he, we're not going to talk about that because. Anyways. Okay. Oh, that was the same as yours. No, but you can still answer it. Craziest thing I did in love, but I think we'll be here all day. Go, you I don't actually know. Pick to be one. <laughs> I used to do some mad things. Like I was just so. Do you know what I realized is all the other day? I was really tricking. Like I was eighteen and I was buying that man so much. Like I was flying him out, flew him out for his birthday. Where was I Ego, getting this I money can't from? Lie. Where was I getting this money from? I need all that money back, that baby. Was if you're watching, insane. If you're watching, I need run me that money back because I know you that got was, that bread. I, yeah. <laughs> that yeah, that was insane. That was insane. I was really tricking. And you know what? Yeah. Let me just put transparency. But I've moved on from this and I'm a smart woman. He literally cheated on me. Yeah? And literally a month later, I threw him a whole birthday party. We've all been there. <laughs> in an apartment. Invited all his friends, got catering, decorated it in, in a whole different city. Mm. Everything. I should have been beating you up. Why am I? Do you know what? Oh like looking gosh. back, you can, all you can say is like, I, I wouldn't do that And now. I remember one time I was at uni and you know, I was so alone at uni during COVID. And like, I thought he was cheating. So I literally got an Uber from Leicester to Nottingham. Okay, no, that is the craziest thing. When you told me that. It was 65 pounds. Wait, you got And you know, I, I, you didn't really have money back in the day. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I was a student. Yeah. 65 pounds was a lot of money. When you told me that, that, no, legit, that's crazy. Like, what was the reason for going all because the way to he Leicester? Stopped, he stopped answering. <laughs> you yeah. just like me, friend. <laughs> Sweet. Sweet. He literally stopped answering. And I'm just like, where are you? Because mm. usually he would just say, like, I'm going to sleep or whatever. But I was right because I've called his sister and she was like, he's not home. But he oh. told me he was, I think he told me he was going to sleep or something. So I'm like, but I can't go to sleep now. Like, I can't go to sleep. And I'm literally going crazy in my yeah. room. I'm just thinking I will end up on the bottom of this pavement in a mm. minute. So I got that Uber real quick, 65 pound, waited in that room till he came home. Yeah. So basically we did the same we thing. <laughs> but do the happy one, do the positive oh, one. Oh yeah. Something you did that made your friends and family proud. Um, Just kind of, like I said, just getting a first class in uni, um, just literally graduating and just, I don't know. I feel like coming from Poland and my family's never been to uni. My family never even got into education or like a proper job or kind of just like been happy. Like mm. I feel like no one in my family has ever genuinely been happy and like actually invested in themselves. Like I feel like everyone had kids so young. Everyone kind of like was in relationships that they didn't actually want to be in. Mm. I feel like I'm the person in a family that's just kind of like changing everything, like just changing all traditions. That's so good. You should be so proud yeah, of yourself. Yeah, like literally just kind of like traveling like being able to kind of like fly myself out like i'm going places like i've always dreamed of like dubai new york mm. like my family's watching me do that like things that they could never do like i'm they literally watching me like really live my life like for myself not i didn't have like kids early i'm not like catering to a man like i'm literally you know like i graduated i'm like working towards like, my career mm. i'm flying myself out i'm doing things that i love like they literally watch me and my friends and they're like you guys <laughs> literally do so much like you're so lit and i'm like babe and i feel like it. you're in such a good place because of like yeah you've been through a lot and you've come out of those On situations it, yeah. like so Trials much stronger guys. honestly and, and like that's literally why i say like you know if you see someone like literally living their best life or doing things or making them happy nine times out of ten it's because they deserve yeah. it and because they've been through the hard times to live to see these days because there were times that I can't like mental health really does get people down and yeah, you might honestly. you might have thought at one point that you wouldn't live to see like this day this day like, like this, this day podcast. right now type of thing so you have yeah. to pop out honestly you honestly you no, have man. to pop out yeah um something you did that made your friends and family proud oh yeah this this Period. practically this because like I've literally been thinking about this since I was 
18 and now it's like come to life and everyone's so- she has so, her own game. Like let's <laughs> just get into it. Two and freaking two. Everyone's so supportive and honestly, it literally warms my heart. Like it's the best thing Like my mum, my friends. It's and so honestly, amazing. I can't lie. Like I would not, be able to do this without you lot. Like every little it's question so I've been asking you lot, like, though. do you guys like this logo? Do you guys like this? Do you guys like this studio? Like, honestly, no, but it's so amazing. Yeah, I've literally, and you've worked effort. for this. You've actually worked for this. Them work experiences, Child. like you've been actually carrying this for weight this. on my back. But yeah, no, for real, it's it's actually paid off now. I'm really proud of myself, and I guess like all my friends and family are proud of me. So it's amazing. It's, it's such a beautiful feeling, like when people tell you that they're proud of you. It is because sometimes I just feel like you're so caught up in like working and grinding and like. Like, I don't know. It's like, this is why I love recording and like documenting things because you don't actually see how far you come until you genuinely look at it and you're like, damn, like that's so crazy. Mm. So I feel like sometimes it's so hard to big yourself up. But honestly, yeah, no. this is literally you amazing. Got, you got to big yourself up. Oh, wait. Oh, that's what If you could swap lives with your parents and raise yourself, what do you think you would have done differently? <laughs> I want you to answer this, this question first. This question is literally so deep. Deep. Uh, do you know what? Like, if I was to swap lives with my parents, I don't know because I just feel so bad sometimes, but I feel like I just would have genuinely, I'm saying just like I'm dead, but I would have like got to know myself more, like got to know me more because I just feel like, I understand that obviously we're, they're from Poland, like obviously I'm from Poland too, but like we're way different. They grew up way different to me. Their culture is way different to me and everything. But I just feel like they didn't take the time to kind of like get with the times and kind of embrace the world that I'm living in to get closer to me. I just feel like we have like a blockage. Like even when they're with my brother, like they're like bantering, they're talking about certain things. I kind of just sit there at the family parties like, Mm. And I do try and get involved, but I just feel like there's no common ground at all. And I just feel like they haven't tried enough to... I've tried a lot to kind of get in with the culture and kind of get in with like, just like certain things we have in common to be able to have them things to talk about, to be able to like have that banter and have that good like friendship, not just like where I just feel like you're my mom, that's mm. it, you're my dad, that's it. Mm. So if I was in their shoes, I just feel like I just would have tried to embrace get closer with me, try to like embrace how I'm living more to be able to have that connection and be more involved in my life. Like come to like school stuff, kind of just help me out because I just feel like I've always been like, I've always had my mom and dad there, but then I just feel like I've always had to make decisions by myself. And I feel like, like honestly, sorry, it literally shows because yeah. I feel like the way you carry yourself, it definitely, definitely I'm literally shows. so independent, but it's so, You're like so it's independent. a good thing. But then at the same time, it's like, I want my mom and my dad, do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like when you get, in, when you get in like fucked up situations, like when I was in New York, dying on the hospital bed. Mm. Literally, I just wanted my mommy and my daddy, like that's the only people I wanted by my side. Yeah. And it's like, time with them is so limited. Like you don't get time with them forever. So I just feel like I wish that time, like we could make more work. I feel like we're getting closer now. We have been getting closer recently, but there's only so much I could do on my side. And I just feel like I understand that we're different, but I just feel like I wish they was just more involved. Like when I was in school, like, I've never had it like, even when it came to like GCSEs, they wouldn't be like, what do you want to do? Like, mm -hmm. it would kind of just be like, I just picked everything. So you didn't feel like they were really like involved? No, even when it was like GCSEs, they they didn't grow up here. They didn't do GCSEs. They didn't even do uni. So when I'm like, oh, I got a first class, they're like, whoa, but they like, don't know the yeah. extent of how deep it is. So I feel like they can't even celebrate with me how I want them to celebrate yeah. with me, like how my friends can, yeah, like, yeah. because they just don't understand. They didn't grow up here. So they just don't get it. They didn't get the GCSE. So I just felt like I was kind of like, they was there, but they're just not there. But I, so, still, I think there's literally something to be said about like the fact that, let's say for example, not like they're not proud of you, but like mm. they don't understand like the gravity of the grades that you're getting yeah. or like how well you've done in school. But I was literally saying this to her the other day, like you've literally done 
secondary school really well, mm -hmm. sixth form really well, uni really well. And it's like, that's without, you know, the little woo in the background yeah. from your parents. Like you've done it all by yourself, for Literally, yourself. no like, cheering. And that's what kind of upset me. I feel like it's only this year I genuinely like, I'm like healed now because mm. I would literally always cry. Like I would have a good day, but then I would go home and I'll still feel so empty because I just feel like there's no support. Like there's no family mm. to kind of like throw me that party. There's no family to get me mm. that cake. There's nothing like, this is the first time, like my dad obviously got me this for me from like my graduation. But that usually so like, I just feel like they didn't grow up like that, but they won't even really get me like a cake. They won't do like, I'm a person I love like, I like, you know, when it's a celebration, it's a yeah, celebration. It's a celebration like, when real. it comes to my friend's birthday, like we're going big. Like when it comes to when we're I have big, a boyfriend, we're going, we're going big. Like my family's never been like that. And I understand, but I just feel like if your daughter's like that, you should kind of try and embrace that too. But you you definitely, the reason you go big is probably because yeah. you would have loved that Having for yourself. That. So yeah. that's when I'm excited for when I do have kids. Cause I just feel like it's going to be so different and they're just going to get the utmost love from me, honestly. Aww. I love but that. I do love my family though. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> I love it's that. It's not that I'm bashing them, but I do uh, love them. If I could swap lives with my parents, what would I do differently? Um, yeah, like I just wouldn't, I wouldn't like, like I wouldn't involve myself mm -hmm. in adult things at such yeah. a young age. Cause I feel like that, it didn't scar me per se, but I, first of all, I feel like it made me have to like grow up grow and quickly. think about things that, I know for a fact most people that I was in class with in school yeah. weren't thinking about like, it just, it just, I feel like it kind of robbed me just a little bit oh, of like that my childhood innocent and stuff. Yeah. But then it was like, oh, but my childhood, it, I had a good childhood. Yeah. And obviously like my childhood was literally split between three different places, like yeah. Nigeria, London and Nottingham. And it was like seven years here, seven years here, seven years here. It was just a lot. <laughs> so crazy. It was, it was just like, yeah. it's given identity crisis, but it is, yeah. yeah, but literally, so I would just not, I would just not make me grow up so quick because yeah. people say now like I act older than I am, but it's I don't take that as a compliment because it's like I feel like I've I had been, to grow up quicker. I've been acting older than I am yeah. because I've had to like when my mum and dad got divorced, it was more like because my mum was kind of like um, my dad was kind of like in charge, not in charge, but like he would take care of things, and my mum was kind of like just there to yeah. do whatever she needed to do. But then it was like simple things like she wasn't driving, he would take care of the bills and stuff. So when they broke up, it was like. I think my mum just needed someone to turn to yeah. and it was just me and my sister. So it was just like either like anger towards us or like involving us in like yeah. the bills, council tax. I don't need to know yeah. about council tax at the age of like 13, Early. 14, 15, when I'm doing my GCSEs, mm -hmm. like it was just so much. And literally I would go to school and just act like everything's normal. I'm going home and I'm doing adult things. Like no, it was literally. just, but yeah, but I don't know. Like I do sympathize because going through a divorce, especially when yeah. you've had to like, I don't know, like you've not had to do some of the stuff for years. Yeah. And then now it's like, I have, you have to start your life all over again. So I do. That's why I feel like I learned from that as well. Cause my mom's like that as well. And mm. I know like, not to like bash my mom or anything. Cause obviously her growing up was probably diff way different to mine. But I just feel like the way she's been at last, like made me not want to be like that. Mm. Like in the most respectful way. Cause I just feel like I don't ever want to rely on a man to where mm. like, if we break up, I'm like having to go start from scratch, especially if there's kids involved and now like he's left. Because I just feel like the responsibility, like as one woman, there's only so much you can do. So eventually and naturally you will crash down and that mm. will go on to your kids. So mm. it is like, it's- It's it a lot, a, man. It is a, a lot. lot. And I don't but know I, if it's like, I don't know if it's like a thing that most children go through, like if mm -hmm. they have immigrant parents, because- I feel like it is. I feel, I feel like, like a, a lot of responsibility of, gets placed on the definitely. kid. But the kid is a kid, the kid guys. Is a kid. Like, but I know a lot of like foreign, like, 
children and just like adults now that, that was children feel this because why are we why am i filling in government government yeah. papers at five years old i don't even know what none of this means like it's a lot. it is crazy like it is actually crazy but at the end of the day like that's how life but then is. again honestly hats off to them for moving, moving. countries and like building because at the end life. of the day we had to do that but then it's like look at the type of life we got mm, provided at the yeah. same time like we was able to do so much like imagine like we're living this life but imagine sitting back as a parent and like you've sacrificed basically your life and your future to sit there and watch your kids, even though it's obviously you're proud of them, but it's like to sit there and watch your kids live that life that you couldn't yeah. live. I, I wonder like if any parents, which I'm sure they do, some parents might feel a sense of like jealousy. Envy, yeah. Like, but I know some parents like they want to, most parents obviously want yeah. the child to live a better life than them. But I've heard from actually someone on TikTok that was just being really transparent. Yeah. She was like, sometimes I just, I get a bit like I think envious. Not in, a, not in a like, I hate my kid mm. way, but in a, Damn, like you yeah. have it so much better than I did. And imagine as well that kid is being ungrateful as well yeah. on top of it. You're, nah. you're like, that's, this is why I don't want to have kids too early because yeah. I just feel like I want that selfish time. I want yeah. that time to be able to live my life. So I don't ever have to look at my kid and think like, damn, like I wish I was you, yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because it is natural. Like I wouldn't be surprised if a, if a mother, like if my mother even felt like that towards mm -hmm. me, do you know what I mean? But damn like honestly hats off to them because moving hats countries off. it's a lot not even speaking the language not yeah. even knowing anybody here like working a, like a dead-end job with mm. kids to provide for like it's not easy like but honestly. then it's so good i feel like oh, if you see the fruits of your labor literally like everything is going well your kids are doing well and it's like you can sit back and say oh I'm, it wasn't yeah, for no reason like all no them reason. years i had a cleaning job like yeah. it wasn't for no reason like it was for this day so yeah big up themselves big up, big yourself. up them honestly. so yeah should we make this the last card or should we do one more? One more. This. Okay. So what was one of your lowest moments in life and how did you come out Damn. of it? Damn. <laughs> it's getting deep. It's giving therapy. Okay, it's giving therapy for real. Okay. It's giving therapy. You wanna go first? You go first. Let me have a little brew. What was one of my lowest moments in life and how did you come out of it? Oof. That's a heavy one on my it chest, I can't lie. One. And I wrote it. <laughs> um, oh, do you know what, yeah? Mm. Crazy, crazy, crazy. One of the lowest, 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 lowest moments of my life where I feel like that's why now I don't dwell on things because it can never get worse than that is literally mm. when I was literally homeless. Like we were all literally homeless for like yeah. how many months? I, know. I think like eight months. Yeah. It was such a long time and it was like, oh my God, now like, so do you know when you like block yeah. out trauma, yeah? But this literally happened in like year 10 no mm -hmm. year 11 because i was doing yeah, my gcse's it was, yeah. it was year no it was oh, it was over summer something like that mm -hmm. i think it was year 10 summer going into year 11. so i was low-key happy that it happened like close to the end of the year because yeah. it was like i don't have to explain myself to like no one so what happened was my dad just stopped paying the rent like literally just decided yeah. to stop paying the rent and then obviously i've come back from school one of the last days i've come back from school skipping 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 and then i can't get into my house and i was like Right, what's going oh, on here man. then? And then I called my mum, my mum was like, oh, just come to like your auntie's house. Right? I went mm. to my auntie's house and I walk in and I just see everyone's so serious. And I was like, what's going on? And they were like, yeah, we don't live there no more. I was like, oh, so where do we live then? They were like, and I was like, but I just didn't get it. I was like, yeah. what do you mean? Like, anyways, then we stayed at my auntie's for a bit, but then it, it got to like summertime. So it was like over summer, I don't really have to like, I, I was like, I don't yeah. have to explain to anyone why I don't live there. But I literally remember Nicole walked past my house, yeah. She was like, oh, I walked past your house, but like I knocked on and no one answered. And I was just like, I think I have to. I think I have to explain <laughs> now. But it was just like you know what I'm It's just so embarrassing. Like, what do I even say? Yeah. Like, I was just like, oh, I'm not there right that's now. That's so tough. I was, <sighs> that's bro. You know what? What was even worse for me? It was like 
Like, I could be going through the mad thing, but I will never say anything. Yeah. But, like, school found out, and then they were literally treating me like a fragile egg. And that was making me feel so much worse. Like, mm -hmm. it was so bad. But anyways, yeah, so then... Yeah, so obviously stayed at my auntie's for a bit and then like literally in and out of hotels for time. Mm. They put us in a hostel. I was living with prisoner guys. There was literally a man there on yeah, tag. Yeah. And like, yeah. I'll go to the kitchen. I think I was like 15 in it. I'll go to the kitchen, I'm making Indomie. This guy's come out in his shorts. I can see his tag showing. I, I think said, he was gagging for that Indomie too. I was like, what life am I living right now? It just did not feel real. And it was like, cause I was moving around so much as well. Mm. Like at the beginning, when we went back to school after summer, I tried to like hide it. Yeah. So it's like, I would still get the bus, like I'm going to my house or like walk like I'm going to my house and I'll do a quick, <laughs> and then I'll go to where I'm actually going. But then I just, I just remember thinking this is getting long. Like yeah. I'm just gonna go to where I'm going. And I was yeah. like, I don't care. But then it was still just this whole thing of like, I remember Katie one time asked to come over and I was like, he wait at the bus stop. And she was like, why? And I was like, he just wait at the bus stop. It was just a lot. And I feel like that was mm. such a low moment for me. Not even gonna lie, there was one day where, you know, like it wasn't meant to be that long of a process. It was meant to be like three months and then mm. they give you a house, but it was mm. literally like six months, seven months, eight months. And I was going back to school and it was just so much. And it was yeah. getting close to like GCSE time. Mm. I just couldn't do it. It was just so much. And you know, you can't cook in a hotel. Mm. It was just like, what were we even, it was do so it, much. Yeah. And then, yeah, I literally remember thinking, do you know what? I could have options. My options are I could tap out of life right now and then I don't have to see the end of this process. This. Or, if I do make it out of the situation, like I'm gonna make the most of my life. Like I literally, I remember telling myself that. And then one day I was like, I think I might tap out. I think I might tap out. Cause it was just the easier option in it. Yeah. But then glad I didn't cause life That's, worked out. Life did work out. It was so tough. Like it that was- That is so tough. Especially like, it's not even like you was mad young. Cause you know, when you're mad young, sometimes when you go through trauma, you don't actually, like you was like I was 15, so aware. Like, like that's, that's like- It was so, it was just so much. And I remember even like, I didn't, I knew it was a lot, but I didn't know it was a lot until yeah. like school found out. And then they pulled me aside and they were like, you know, when school finds like, out, it's a oh, We heard about what's happening, <laughs> rubbing my thigh. And I was like, oh. don't rub my thigh, like don't. And then they were just obviously trying, like bless them. They did do mm. a lot. Like they yeah. kind of got me a bus card. They got me free school meals. Okay. But I was too embarrassed to take the free yeah. school meals. So I never took it. I wish I took them free Then after a while, then after a while, I, I started taking it. I was like, yeah. I need to eat. But yeah, it was just, it was just a lot. And I just, do you know what I was like? I was like I never thought I'd be on free school yeah. meals. Like it was just so I used to much. beg people for their tokens at school. Yeah. I didn't want to pay for that lunch. And it was just like, you know, like some people come in school and they're already on free school meals. Like yeah. I've not been on free school meals. So, and yeah, all of a sudden money, I was on like, it. So I just didn't know how to like explain yeah. to like people why I'm in the free school meals line. Yeah. So sometimes I would like try to go real early and get the token and then slide it to the lunch. <laughs> it was just so much logistics. Crazy. Like, but yeah, that was a low, low time. But that how I got out of it time. is literally just those. I gave myself two options, but one of them was <laughs> not great. But the other one, I was literally like, yeah. And we're here. Yeah. Bigger like, and better and stronger. Yeah, so nothing phases me now because yeah. anytime something bad happens, I just think it can never get worse than, than that. Like it can never get worse. And I still thrived in my exams somehow. Yeah. Like I got such good grades. I was in the newspaper. I know. How? Do you know what's You didn't know I was fighting for my life. No, literally. I was literally so fighting for my life. I feel like Year 11 was like such a hard time for like loads of us like within mm. the group, like bare people was going through things. Yeah. And we actually did so well on GCSEs. I genuinely, they had to be rigged because I don't know how that happened. How, I don't know. I don't know. But what, what about you? What was one of your lowest moments and how did you come out of it? But you know what? I actually, I've had so many low moments here. I actually don't mm -mm. know. I feel like, I don't know. I was dealing with like depression for so long. But like t t in my head, I'm just not really thinking like, I'm not the type of person to like go therapy or like mm. do certain things like that. So it's just like, I'm just dealing with it. Like, I'm fucking it out. Then I'm starting to think like, I genuinely have a problem. Like I'm getting mad. I'm hitting myself. I'm smashing things. I'm like literally smashing my phone. Like I'm having to always pay for things to get fixed. 
So when I was in like a relationship, I got really, really, really attached. And when that like ended, I don't know, it just genuinely felt like it was the end of the world. Like, and because it was so toxic for like the last year, I like drifted away from like my family, my friends. I was like living like obviously at uni. So I genuinely just didn't have anyone because I was so embarrassed. So when like that was going away and he obviously wanted to leave, it was just like the worst. And then like, I remember my granddad died, like things were just happening. And then like people at my house, like my family has like, was has been depressed. They don't actually talk about depression, but like they was genuinely depressed. So I literally remember my mom calling me and she was like super depressed. And then like, I remember I came home and then my dad was like super depressed. And it was literally just, just felt like, what's the point? Like mm. literally everybody here is depressed. Like there's literally no point. There's nothing getting better. So I just, I just honestly felt like for myself, like it was mm. so bad. Like I was at home for ages. Like I didn't go out for ages. Didn't shower, nothing like, mm. I, it was, it was not, it was not giving. But I don't even know how it just ended up getting out of it. I just feel like I just always had to pull myself through. I feel like yeah. I just stopped going. I didn't deal with it like in, in a healthy way, but like, it kind of process kind of went over. So I just started going out loads. Like I was never home. Mm. I was just like outside. Like this is like 2021. Like I was outside, like literally every night I'll be outside. I would literally stay over at like friends' houses and whatnot. I would just literally never come home. And after a while that kind of died out. And I'm like, you know what? This is dead. Like I don't want to deal with it like this. And then it kind of just turned into like healthy, like healing yeah. process a long time. But now I'm literally healed. Like. What was, the, just, what was like your healing journey? I like, was like literally up and down. Like it was literally up and down. Like I was, I feel like I was doing it the wrong way at first. But then again, I feel like if I didn't do it that way first, I wouldn't have healed. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, it was a long healing journey, but I feel like I'm literally so healed now. Like that's good. I feel like I'm so healed. Like, and I just feel like you actually have to go through them things because it just makes you so much stronger. Like if I got in a relationship now, I, I just feel like it will be so much more healthier. healthier. Mm -hmm. The boundaries, just everything I set for myself. Like, I literally love myself. Like, I feel like that's the biggest thing as it's a so woman, good. just not even just for a relationship for yourself, like when you have kids, is you literally have to love yourself because like you can't put your happiness mm. in nobody's hands. Not your family, not your friends, not your, like people obviously add to it. Like they're mm. a bonus. But if you put your happiness in anybody's hands, but yourselves, mm. like that's just failure straight you know, away. So man, I've never heard of like, any parents say they're depressed, you know? Yeah, like they would never so tell mad. me they're depressed. But yeah, like, but you can tell. Yeah, but they can tell. And then obviously when my mom starts saying the them things, when my mom starts telling me them things, but then I'm just thinking, why are you telling your daughter like that? Yeah. Like, I don't want to hear that. Not like I don't want to hear that, but it's like, bro. And I'm yeah. just going through myself. So it's just like, literally, I can't even go to them because they're kind of depressed yeah. themselves. And it's just like, a lot of people aren't happy. Like you genuinely, you only get one life, like mm. life, you just have to make the most of it. You have so what, to. Like, what makes you like really happy right now then? Do you know what? It's genuinely the smallest of things. Mm. Like, you know, before I used to like always think like, yeah, like I want to do this. Like you always wait for something. But you know what I realized? Yeah, you know where happiness is? It's in the journey. Like, mm. you know, always, everyone always says like, you know, when I graduate or like when I get that job and when I do this and when I do that. But realistically, when you do it, it's like a one day thing or it's like, yeah. and then it's like, what now? But it's like going, like, it's like the journey is like where all the happiness lies. You, you know have what I mean? to enjoy the journey. You like. have to enjoy it because that's literally where all of it is. Or even like, say, we're all like saying like, oh, we're like, can't wait to get married. But it's like, you have to enjoy that relationship. Yeah. You have to enjoy like- Do you know what? I, just, I'm big on like, enjoy the talking stage. Enjoy yeah. the like, um, girlfriend, boyfriend stage. Enjoy the fiance stage. Enjoy the marriage. Enjoy every stage. Like, Cause oh. even when you think about life, like say for example, 
when you when you're in school, yeah, you want to finish school, you want to be growing so bad. So it's like you're not you're not really, obviously we had a blast, but like a lot <laughs> of people don't enjoy their time because they're mm-hmm. like, I just want to be grown. You get grown, don't even realize. Not at even... work, you wait for five o'clock. You're unhappy all day. You wait for five o'clock. You come off. You come off work at five o'clock. Then you're like, oh, can't wait for the weekend. Yeah. But it's like you get to the weekend now, and then the weekend's almost done. Like unless you literally enjoy their moments, you're just gonna keep waiting on something that you're gonna get a moment of happiness and it's gone. Like that's mm. not real happiness. So you genuinely have to enjoy the moments. I think that's why you know the work thing that you just said I think that's why people in England drink so God. much because the work life balance is so scary it here is, like yeah. working 9 to 5 Monday if you're working Friday. in London first of all, you're getting home at 7 8 because ugh, honestly like it's yeah. a lot so Imagine just being out of your house from seven till seven, Literally. and then you go home and you're so tired, you're barely. And then when not- the weekend, you know, you got two days off. You're gonna have to see everyone that you need to see, and then you that's why people just do. end up like doing bad, like drinking their life away, like. No, honestly, it's not honestly it is, and that's just like I don't know. This is where you have to like do something you like, so at mm. least you get that joy out of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like even at work, like. This ain't like my job forever, but at work I'm there till five. I get home at like six. I'm tired. Like at work. I be making sure I have a blast. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't take work that serious because <laughs> it's just at the end of the day, like I'm working for someone. Yeah, like, yeah. They, I don't actually make that big of a difference. So I go in there and I have a good and time. And you know what? You're so disposable. So anyone that's Honestly. like riding on dying for their job, just know that I have a good time. if you were gone tomorrow, the next one is in the next day. Like, yeah. Don't They're don't kill yourself for a job. Like I think things that you can't get back, time, family, like spending time with your friends, stuff like that. The little thing. Prioritize, obviously we've got bills to pay, yeah. but prioritize that because a job, an employer, they're not gonna be at Honestly. your funeral. They're not gonna. They're not gonna be at your funeral, babe. I'm telling you now. So just prioritize the, the things that actually matter and things that make you happy. Honestly, it's really the little things in life. Like you know, I'm just like people. Like my friend, I was t- talking to someone about this the other day. She was like, "You're actually so delusional." Like, but the way I look at things, yeah. Like I remember when I went flippers, yeah, for the first time. And the vibe was just immaculate. Mm. And I just thought, like, this is amazing. Like, you romanticize your yeah, life. Yeah, I romanticize. I do it so, so much. I no one can so tell me much. it's wrong. I literally walk down the road and I'll just think, like, wow, like, yeah. this is so, like, and then literally, like, bro, this is literally a piece of shit. But I'm like, wow, like, you just have to, like, we'll be chilling at home. We'll just all be talking. I'm like, these are the moments, you know, when yeah. I'm older, like, I'm going to miss these moments. Yeah. You know? like, I genuinely sit there and think, you know, when you lot are talking, I yeah. genuinely just sit there no, and but think that's, that, like, I love that because that's, that's like, do you know sometimes when you're on holiday and like sometimes when you know when you've taken bare like videos and holidays yeah, stuff, you don't and then sometimes I deep like let me enjoy this moment no, and I yeah. and I like to take like I don't know if it's like a mental stamp mm-hmm. I'll sit back and I'll just be like I just love everything right now yeah, and then I remember I will remember that forever like you have to yeah. you, ha- you actually have to because you just moment like life goes by so quick you just let all these moments pass by this is where we hang on to secondary school because you (laughs) it's probably because we weren't allowed phones so we were living we were just living living but i I still recorded everything yeah honestly i should have taken my phone (gasps) well yeah ego I've enjoyed this conversation. It's been amazing. It's been amazing. It's been amazing. It's been amazing. Chopping it up. Thank you so much for coming. Thank today. you for having me. Of I'm course. so glad to be part of this journey. Of course, of course. Only the beginning, guys. I'm shy. I'm shy. I'm shy. Only the beginning. But thank you so much. Big Honestly, coming. Yeah. My friends have really helped me, like, even picking this, like, they've really helped me every step of the way. So, of course, I'm going to have one of my friends on as one of the first episodes. Period. So, yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you subscribe to the 2 in 2 podcast on YouTube. You can listen to it everywhere. Apple Music, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast, you can get it. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at the 2 in 2 pod. See you guys next time. Stay tuned. Bye. That's a wrap. Thank you.